Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Straight Talk for the Soul series, your multidimensional vitamin for the body, mind, and spirit. I'm Carrie Murphy, your host, creator, and founder of this global broadcast and brilliant community of light. I want to extend a bright and a very beautiful good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you tuning in from around the world to help me welcome the wonderful Peter Tung uh, on this powerful 8-8 Lionsgate. We're going to discuss the Lionsgate portal as well as how to navigate through these incredibly challenging times through the, the gene keys. Um, Peter will also offer a, a portal meditation later. We'll take live questions um, specific to the gene keys, so press star 2 on your phone for that. And I just want to welcome home all of you, beautiful souls, courageous crusaders of higher consciousness, this is your safe haven. It is a sacred space. It's also a soulful sanctuary to get empowered. It is a unity community uh, designed to inspire you, uplift you, liberate you. It is my greatest intention that you come here and feel an unwavering sense of acceptance, safety, belonging, uh, oneness, unity here. You know, the, the frequencies of kindness and cooperation, collaboration, compassion, always flowing here so that you know that you are fully seen, welcomed, and loved. Uh, let's intend for a revival, a restoration, a renewal of your health, your wealth, your vitality, your strength, and your soul's purity and radiance today. Thank you for blessing our community with your love and presence. Uh, and now just sit back and relax, breathe open, and receive. We are so grateful that you found your way here today. Uh, and now it's time to ask my favorite question. What is the best that could happen today? Uh, with Peter, myself, and all of you, please set in a clear, empowered, personal intention for what you wish to experience or gain or feel. Uh, my intention with our gathering is to be a clear and pristine communicator of divine light and love and selfless service to allow for the greatest openings into peace, healing, harmonization, purification, and empowerment for all of us gathered here. Uh, you can also write in, let us know how you're doing in our webcast, you have questions, um, and you joined us by computer, I will be checking there. And now let me tell you about my amazing, wonderful co-creative partner, uh, Peter Tung. Many of you know him. Uh, he's been on a spiritual path much of his life. Uh, early explorations of chemistry and astrology evolved into studies of alchemy and the afterlife. Peter offers gene key sessions. They take you on your own grail quest along the golden path to show you the key gene keys in your own unique hologenetic profile. This journey reveals to you the shadow energies lurking in your unconscious that are waiting to be transmuted and transformed. Uh, this truly is a path to your enlightenment that only you can tread. Uh, Peter was an educator for 30 years and a high school principal for 13 years. He left that career in formal education and turned his attention to walking his true spiritual path. Uh, and today with Peter, we're talking about the Lion's Gate, the 8-8 portal, how to navigate through these challenging times with Gene Keys. Uh, plus, we'll talk about seeing the bigger picture perspective so we can detach from the drama, uh, taking advantage of some of the powerful energies coming to the planet. It. We'll also talk about the opportunity to go within and understand why this is so important. Uh, lots to explore today, so let's dive in. Uh, please join me in extending waves and waves of love and light and appreciation uh, to Peter as I welcome him back. So welcome back, my friend. Well, thank you, Carrie. What a lovely introduction, and it, uh, it's pretty intense, isn't it? 
Yes, we were talking about that before we went live. Absolutely. Well, I hope I I can bring my my intention is to bring some reassurance to people Mm -hmm. uh, that it is all uh, playing out the way it's supposed to. It doesn't look like it at times, but it is. And to really reassure people of, of what is coming and how they can be part of the future phenomenal route that we're taking when this all gets resolved. So that's my intention for today. I love your intention. And, you know, we very deliberately chose to come together today (laughs) on the Lionsgate Theater. And uh, I'm so glad you're here. So let's dive in and talk about really just kind of the build up to this 8-8 portal that we're in. Well, you know, it is the 8th today. So talk about the build up. Um, where, Where would you like to begin? Well, we are right on it, aren't we? And you chose this date, so thank you for doing so. Fantastic timing. Um, It was interesting that we came together last time for the summer solstice, and Mm -hmm. we are currently in in the time called Lunasa, which is the midpoint between the summer solstice and the fall equinox. So we're sort of aligning ourselves perfectly with Mother Earth, which I'm I'm delighted about. So, yeah, let's, let's look at the development that takes place each year towards this Lionsgate portal because it begins back in July and the energy behind what we're experiencing today is what's called the heliacal rising of Sirius. So the star Sirius goes into the underworld for about 70 days and it starts coming back exactly conjunct the sun in very early July. In fact, in America and in different parts of the world, in France, the Champs-Élysées, streets are lined up to this return of Sirius. But when Sirius comes back, you can't see her because she's in the glow of the sun, exactly conjunct. Now, uh, many spiritual people believe that Sirius is our spiritual sun and the sun is our physical sun. So when they are perfectly aligned, conjunct, then we have this wonderful opportunity to bring literally heaven to earth through that conjunction of the spiritual sun with the physical sun. So what we're talking about during this period is the connection between heaven and earth. And so slowly but surely, Sirius rises above the sun. And so eventually, around now, the 8-8, you see Sirius emerge exactly in the same position as the sun uh, before pre-dawn. Just just before the sun comes up, Sirius comes up before it. And why this was so important was this heralded in Egyptian times the flooding of the Nile. So the way Sirius returned indicated to the people what sort of flooding of the Nile was going to take place and therefore what the harvest was going to be. One of the things that we forget about the old pagan traditions is that it was all connected to uh, this food supply that they were going to have. So when you look at the events that they created, the ceremonies that they did, it was all connected to make sure that they had enough food for the community. So when Sirius was in the underworld, and some of your uh, listeners may remember being involved in this in their Egyptian lifetime, all of the Uh, ceremonies of the priests and priestesses were done while Sirius was in the underworld, while it wasn't visible in the night sky, in the expectation that when it did come back, it would come back in this beautiful blue sparkly form, which would indicate that that the mile was going to flood nicely and there'd be a really good harvest. 
So then Sirius begins its journey back above the sun. And so this 8-8 portal opens up on July 25th, 26th. And that, corris that corresponds to the Mayan calendar. And the Mayan calendar is based upon a lunar cycle, 28 days between each moon, full moon, and 13 moons in a year. So 28 times 13 comes to 364. So to stay in alignment with our Gregorian calendar, they have a day out of time every year, which is July the 25th. Mm -hmm. So July 25th is the day where you can do whatever you want to do. It's a completely free day. And some people who are connected to it would use that day to reflect upon the, the past year to see what has happened, see what they've learned, see what's come up for them. And then the following day, July 26th, is the beginning of the new lunar year. And so within the Mayan belief system, there will be a signature tone for that year. And so this year, that signature tone is what's called the red self-existing moon. And what's really neat about this, Barry, is it's a very feminine code. It's about surfing the waves of life. It's about being fluid, receptive, mm -hmm. intuitive, now-centered. It's connected to the universal waters. And it's about accepting what is as it is, connecting through the heart. And you'll love this line. It's the feminine force of nature Breathe her to the forefront. Isn't that neat? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that's, that's what this signature tone is for the year. And I think we're going to see this feminine principle really emerging over the course of the year. So that's the signature tone yeah. for the whole Mayan year back to next July 25th. So then, slowly but surely, Sirius rises a little bit higher in the sky. And that brings us into the 8-8 portal today. So it's been open since July 26, and it will close on August the 12th. But this today is the peak of that 8-8 portal. So okay. then the question becomes, okay. how do we connect to the energies, and how do we work with the energies, and why is this exactly. such an important time? Right. Yeah, I think that's what we really want to highlight for the listeners and for this beautiful community. How can we utilize these energies of the Lionsgate portal um, to, to benefit best? You know, we were talking about earlier how intention is very important, setting these clear intentions to um, enter this portal in a very conscious, deliberate way. That's right. And we have we have all of these opportunities during the year through full moons, new moons, other uh, specifically important dates and times and certain planetary alignments. And they're happening to us, whether we like it or not. But when you set the intention to connect with it is when you shift into a whole new level of connection and awareness. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's talk about how we can best utilize this energy and so I've got a lovely line here as well for the Lionsgate portal. Ride the energy into your promised land. Expect good things. Slow down. No attachment. 
expect, expect miracles to happen. So the reason this is so significant is the Lionsgate portal was deliberately connected from the heavens to the earth through the building of the Sphinx and the pyramids of Giza. So this takes us back to the Egyptian dispensation where those um, brilliant minds of that Egyptian time knew that it was very important for us to connect together the heavens to the earth. And their particular focus was on Orion's belt and the star Sirius. So when you look at the three pyramids of Giza, they are perfectly aligned mm -hmm. to the three stars of Orion's belt. So at certain times in the year, they become precisely aligned. And Sirius is connected to the Sphinx. And the Sphinx uh, is facing east to see exactly where Sirius returns uh, with the sun at this time of year. And some people would believe that the Sphinx was actually built in the age of Leo um, and that was originally a, a lion until one mm -hmm. of the pharaohs took over the face of the lion. It's always, always interesting how huge the paws are of the Sphinx and yet mm -hmm. it's got this pharaoh's type head. And so this is the energy of Leo and the lion and the lion heart. It's the courage of the lion. So if you think then about human beings in that time frame thousands of years ago, knowing that the most significant way that we could manifest a brilliant life was to demonstrate to the heavens that we knew that there was a divine plan in place and that we would mirror back to the heavens the fact that we understood that by creating this um, organized structure here on planet Earth itself. And the Egyptians were sort of obsessed with the afterlife. And so they believed that when we left this life and we turned back to our star system, we did so through the portal of the three stars of Orion's belt. And so when the pharaohs died, uh, what they did was they would embalm them in their embalming situation and place them inside the Great Pyramid. And they would keep them there until the alignment came around with Orion's belt and the pyramids. And then they would literally open up the uh, jaw of the pharaoh through the embalming situation to release his spirit, to enable him to pass through that gateway into the afterlife. That's how committed they were to this alignment. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing today in the Lionsgate 8A is to deliberately and intentionally align ourselves with the galactic and the earth. Now, the fact that the Egyptians were obsessed with this connection to Orion and Sirius doesn't mean that we have to be because the gateway to the stars goes through Orion's belt. So your listeners today can decide to connect to any star system they want to through this lion's gate. So whether it's the Pleiades, whether it's Arcturus, whether it's Vega, whether it's the center of the Milky Way galaxy, but this portal gateway opens us up to this potential 
connection to any of the star systems that we wish to, even, if, even other galaxies. So it's this potential for us to connect back to our home star system, where we came from, and download information and energy into ourselves as the sort of bridge between heaven and earth. And if you look at the two eights as being the eight eight, if you turn one of those eights on its side, then it represents the infinity symbol. Mm -hmm. So this is the infinite potential that we have to manifest our heart's desires at this time. The other eight is the vertical eight. And if you look at the loop going up from the center, it reaches up to the heavens. And the loop coming down comes down into the earth. And we are standing right in the point in the center as the bridge between the two. So we have this opportunity then to download from the heaven worlds, the higher planes, into physical form, into the earth, through our body, so that we become a conduit for this to take place. And this energy comes through the heart. Of, uh, the heart of the Leo constellation is Regulus, the star Regulus. And it's all about the lion heart. It's about the courage to do this, to take this on to work through our heart center with this courage to make this deep and profound connection. Mm -hmm. I think that is very important to highlight that, that word courage right now. Um, <laughs> lion courage to, to really set this intention. Um, and, you know, we were talking about before, you know, what a phenomenal opportunity it is right now for manifestation when we have the courage to make this connection and, uh, you know, download, you know, the codes, the, the energy, the information from our star families. And uh, I like that you highlighted that it doesn't have to be serious. <laughs> you know, this is just a portal opening um, to the higher realms. So who do you connect with, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, I think I think for me the star system that I feel most closely connected with uh, is actually Arcturus. Mm -hmm. But I'll tell you a, a quick story which just blew my mind at the time. I was down in Lake Tahoe doing some work down there, and I stayed there for quite a while. And while I was there, I got this very strong sense that Lake Tahoe itself was in the same shape as the whole Orion constellation. And I picked out four of the beautiful mountains around uh, Lake Tahoe to represent the four corners. And then the narrowest part across the lake is right in the center. So I just imagined that I actually drew this on a map of Orion imprinted on the landscape of Lake Tahoe. And when I came home, um, I was looking at this book by Graham Hancock, which is called uh, Talisman. Um, and Graham Hancock became famous really as the first person to really start working all of this out in modern times. And this book, Talisman, and I couldn't believe it, but in that book, Talisman, he actually said that back in those Egyptian times that the, um, again, the priests and, and, the, and the priestesses and the pharaohs, they used to imprint Orion on the landscape to create this absolutely safe and secure um, community. 
And I thought, I just couldn't believe that somehow I knew that. I so I guess, I guess I do have a connection to Orion as well. Mm-hmm. Interesting, Peter. Um, <laughs> you know, I asked you a question before we went live from one of our callers or listeners who wrote in, and it feels a good, a good time to kind of interject this question from George from Polly's Island. Um, he said, does every everyone and all living things on earth um, enter into this 8-8 portal gate? And what does not enter, if anything? And I'd love for you to address that. Yeah, it's a great question. And, that, and it's a general question beyond the, the Lionsgate portal. So mm-hmm. basically what this means is everybody on the planet, including the earth itself, including the plants, the animals, the birds, everything is being subjected to it. However, most people will not be aware of it because they won't be tuned into it. So what we are doing today is sending our very clear intention that we are going to work with it for not only our own benefit, for the benefit of all. So we are collectively coming together as a team to bring the energies down for our own personal benefit, for the benefits of the collective who do get it, but also for the benefits of the collective who don't get it. And we will all benefit from it at some level. So it's the different levels from which we will benefit. But I'll just, just a quick personal story just to help un- answer that question. When I woke up this morning, um, as, I, as I was waking up, I was physically vibrating. My whole body was vibrating. And this has happened many times in the last few uh, years, I would say. And what I now know is... What's happened is I've been upgraded overnight in my sleep because a lot of the shifts that we're going through are happening while we are asleep. So we are going through this upgrading healing process. So if I didn't know that, I could have been really, really panicky and worried and and, and concerned about me. But instead I go, oh, it's just another upgrade. And I just lie there very still in my conscious awareness just for a few minutes and it gently subsides and then I can get on with my day without any concern at all, except knowing I've been upgraded. So mm-hmm. when you have the intentional knowing, it takes all the fear and anxiety out of the circumstance. Just another example of how this works. This is a great question. And so the mm-hmm. more aligned we are, and I think the key word that we're talking, and you mentioned the word right in your introduction, the more we are aligned with what heaven and earth are doing, the easier our life becomes. But I really want to latch on to what you said about this manifestation. Because with all the chaos and the, and the concern that's happening in the world and where's this leading, at the same time, there are these absolutely wonderful and magical opportunities for us to benefit from these energies. And what I've been witnessing in the last little while is when you have absolute crystal clear intention, then the manifestation takes place. What we've got to do is step out of the way of how this manifestation is going to occur. And all we do do is set the intention that it will occur. And then just let go of it and just follow and watch the synchronicities. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to mention if it's okay Carrie a couple of examples so people can begin to understand how this works magically without any 
plan to put it into action. So um, last week, I was listening to Amanda Ellis, who's a wonderful me uh, medium in England, and she was doing her preparation for the Lionsgate. And in her preparation for the Lionsgate, she was seeing some interference with the portal itself from the shadow side. They were trying to block people's ability to work with it. So when she said that, I thought, right, we're going to go into our meditation next Monday, that was last Monday, and we're going to clear that portal. So unbeknownst to me, on the Friday before the Monday, a really great friend of ours who's one of our spiritual group went to a crystal store and he found this absolutely magnificent amethyst crystal portal. Mm -hmm. Unbeknown to me, and he buys this, this crystal, and, on, and then on the Monday night, he was in the meditation that I was doing this clearing of the portal. So afterwards, he contacts me. He said, that was a great meditation, he said, and I think you may want to work with this crystal I've just bought. And he sent, sends me a photograph, and I sent you that photograph, Carrie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and this is, an, this is an absolutely magnificent amethyst portal that in most of them would look like a cave, but this is actually a portal, completely crystal clear through the center. Mm -hmm. It's about yeah. two feet high, one foot wide, and I can only just pick it up. It's that heavy. Anyway, he said, um, I'll send you a photograph, and he said, and if you feel it would be helpful, I'll bring it over. He lives on Salt Spring Island, one of the islands off Vancouver Island. And, of course, I look at it, and I go, yes. So <laughs> he brought it over last Wednesday. So then on Thursday morning, I took it to meditation to work mm -hmm. with in our, in our portal meditation last Thursday. So... I arrive at the meditation with the crystal and one of the women there who's always asking very good questions said, I don't have a question today. She said, but I do have this really interesting uh, log from a captain who was uh, bringing a vessel back from Hawaii to the Pacific Northwest. And in his captain's log, he described this absolutely amazing scene on the absolute uh, depths of darkness out in the ocean with all the stars in the night sky and in this log, in his captain's log, he describes the vision of seeing Orion rise above the horizon mm. followed by Sirius mm -hmm. and he just obviously using these magnificent words to describe this impression so here I am arriving at my <laughs> meditation group on Thursday morning this woman explaining Sirius rising and mm -hmm. I've got this magnificent amethyst portal. <laughs> and so we can never know how this is going to play out. But it's not my portal, it's not my amethyst crystal, but it's sitting right in front of me now while we're doing this. <laughs> and that's why I'm going to take people through it in the meditation right. that we're going to do. So right. we, we, can't, we can't have any attachment to how it's going to happen. But we know when we set intention, it's just going to happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and, and the, Synchronicities the, will unfold. Yeah, exactly. I'm it's, sitting it's, here it's, looking it's, at it, Peter, the, yeah. the picture. And maybe I will um, put it in our post-show email so people can see it. That would be it. great if you could do that. That would be wonderful. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, um, so I want to remind everyone, um, you know, Peter is – 
the, so skilled with the gene keys. And so I want to talk about bring in, you know, the gene keys involved in these powerful events and these times right now. Peter, we'll take some questions. So any of you who have questions about the gene keys, you know, Peter's the one to ask, as you know. Um, he's here with me every season, and uh, I know you all love him. So if you do have any gene key questions, write them in, or you can raise your hand, and we'll take some of those later. Um, but Peter, what do you want to share about the particular gene keys um, involved, uh, you know, in these times? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. And again, it's always wonderful synchronicity uh, that takes place. So um, what I do always for these special occasions is I get the profile for this particular day. So I, I just go into the Gene Keys website to get the, the free profile and I plug in the 8th of August, 2022, 11 o'clock when we started the show. So we know exactly what the profile is for this time. And what's really interesting about it, looking at it from my perspective, is the life's work is the 7.4. The fourth line is the heart chakra. So that's right in line with the lion's gate, the heart of the lion. And the seventh Gene Keys shadow is division and separation. So this is what is... Um, What's, problem, what, what's the problem with the earth today is we are all being pulled into division and separation by the way in which uh, the world is working. And what is behind that, sadly, are all of the politicians in the world who are creating that. And Richard actually talks in the seventh jinky about hierarchy, dividing humans into different classes. And the, the leaders programming us into the way in which they want to control us. And it's control through power rather than inspiration. And that's the shadow, which is what we're living in right now. Mm -hmm. And one of the biggest questions we want to be asking ourselves, Carrie, why do we choose these leaders who are in it for their own gain and not for the greater good? And it's because the collective consciousness isn't quite yet at the level required to choose appropriate leaders. And those appropriate leaders are those leaders who will not lead us in the direction that they want us to go, but they will be like facilitators of what the human race wants for itself. So in other words, it's the intention of the universe expressed through a human being. So they become energetic guides for the human race. So this is what our intention is in shifting the energy out of division through the word of the gift, which is guidance, and into this wonderful city called virtue. So what we want is virtuous leaders, and it's more of a collective leadership than one person making all the decisions. So we shift out of what's called hierarchy into heterarchy. Now, the number seven is particularly important in the Gene Keys because it is uh, the seven sacred seals that resolves all human suffering. And again, I couldn't believe this, but when I looked at the profile, the core wound of the profile, in other words, this is the core wound of all of humanity operating today, is the 22.1. And the 22 is the gene key of the seven sacred seals. It is the gene key that oversees all human suffering. And so this human suffering, we have this wonderful opportunity today to shift out of the collective wounding of humanity. So the six lines of the profile 
all contain within those lines a core wound of suffering. And we all carry one of those lines. And I'll tell you quickly what they are. The sixth line is separation and isolation. The fifth line is guilt. The fourth line is rejection, betrayal, abandonment. The third line is shame. The second line is denial. And the first line is repression. And that first line is the most terrifying wound that any family lineage could have. And that is the wounding of today. In other words, we have this phenomenal opportunity to clear these wounds, to set humanity free, so that we can step into this new age of Aquarius. And then the final piece I'll just mention is the radiance and purpose are the 2.6 and the 1.6. Neat about that is on Thursday, we have a, a super full moon. And that super full moon, the nodes of the moon, are going to be in the 2.6 and the 1.6. So the lion's gate today is a reflection of that, those nodes coming in on Thursday. And the nodes of the moon, the north node of the moon, is uh, our future destiny. And the uh, south node of the moon is where we're moving from, the past. So the 2.6 is the most feminine gene of them all. We're back into that feminine principle again. And the gift of the second gene key is orientation. So what we are being asked to do is to orient ourselves to life. And the first gene key in the past is about shifting into a new way of living our lives through beauty and freshness. So on Thursday... I'm just going to finish off this conversation because it all fits together perfectly. The sun and the moon, the moon, the sun will be in the fourth jinky, which is all about forgiveness, forgiving everything that's happened in our lives, every person, every event, but most importantly, ourselves and in any way we think we've done anything to hurt anyone else. We've got to let it all go. We've got to detach from the 3D world completely and let it go. So it's a super full moon. It will appear bigger and brighter than normal because it's at its closest path to the earth. It's the ideal time to let go of anything holding us back from the past. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the sun will be, but the moon, that full moon, will be in the 49th gene key, which is the city of rebirth. So what I'm really encouraging our listeners today to do is to step through this portal gateway, which we're going to do in a moment, and then really reflect upon what they need to let go of for all time, across all time frames, all dimensions, mm -hmm. and then birth themselves out into the world in the way in which they want to be in the new earth from now on. So there's this, this beautiful choreographed dance through the planets, through the earth, through the gene keys, leading us into this magnificent future. <laughs> beautiful opportunity and each time you're here and you start talking about the gene keys I, I sense and feel some of our new people wondering what you're talking about um, if they're not familiar with them yeah. <laughs> you know? so I always like you to just give a little um, 
understanding of the gene keys. And for those of you who haven't had a gene key a session with Peter, of course, he always offers that in his special offer. Um, but Peter, uh, what feels significant to share just to kind of give people an understanding of what they are? Sure, yeah. The gene keys was brought through by a genius uh, by the name of Richard Rudd. And he had this experience, very much like the Lionsgate, actually, where he had three days and three nights completely in a different altered state, where he downloaded this information from the heaven worlds, if you want to call it the causal plane, which is the first subtle body beyond physical incarnation, which brings through pure truth. And that three-day experience, it took him seven years to put into a form that we could work with, which is the gene keys. And it does connect to the Chinese I Ching of the sixth uh, six-line hexagrams, so 64 hexagrams. And what he was shown was the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching coincide precisely with our genetic code functioning inside us. So what the Jinkies does, it gives us an insight into how, how our own genetics are working in the world. There are three levels of frequency, the shadow, the gift, and the city. The shadow are the conditioned programs that we are living by on a daily basis through our conditioning as a child, through our genetic inheritance, and how we make these decisions based upon these shadow frequencies, which uh, we go round and round the same loop time and again, making the same mistakes because we're following those shadow frequencies. So the Gene Keys helps us to understand how we can shift out of those shadow frequencies into the gift frequencies so now we see life differently, we see it much more clearly, and we are more detached from the dramas of life, and we're becoming more self-aware of when we get triggered in life. So we become more, uh, the word used is magnanimous, where we can step back and see our lives unfolding much more clearly, such that we no longer do get triggered. So we're stepping out of the shadows and into the gifts. And then if you're really lucky, uh, the city, which is like a divine essence, will just descend upon you. And what you mustn't do is try and work it out. As soon as you try and work it out, it goes away. So we just have to allow these glimpses of bliss, of ecstasy, of joy, of peace, just descend upon us and saturate every single cell in our body. So those are the three levels of the gene keys. And you have within your profile 11 specific gene keys which relate to uh, where the planetary systems were when you were born and 88 days before you were born. So there's a conscious and an unconscious aspect to it. And so the different gene keys relate to uh, you, how you live your life out in the world on a daily basis, your unconscious, more hidden aspects of you, your relationship field where you look into all the relationships that you have in your life and have had and how they've played out in your life, then you go back through your childhood, looking at what happened in the three phases of your development, from birth to seven, where your physical body is developing, from eight to 14, your emotional body, and 15 to 21, your mental body. And so you look back through your life to see what was happening during those times in your life related to those gene keys. Mm -hmm. And then you go back to what is called the core wound, which is what I referred to with that 22.1 just a moment ago, where you are now carrying the wounding of your ancestors. It's not your wound, but it's in your DNA from the moment of your conception. So one of the craziest things we've decided to do in this lifetime, Carrie, is to clear that wound on behalf of the ancestors. 
so that you benefit from clearing it because you'll no longer be wearing it, but they will also benefit in their life wherever they are in existence today. And that then takes you out of the so-called Venus sequence into the Pearl sequence where now you've now got this deeper understanding of who you really are and now you bring that back out into the world to live your life in this much more content, peaceful, happy way. And the final, final piece is the Pearl where you are now flowing through your life, living the life of ease and grace and contentment. And stuff still happens uh, you know, you don't live just a completely perfect life, but what happens is you respond to what's happening in your life differently, and you begin to see it for what it really is, which is another opportunity for us to spiritually mm -hmm. grow. Ultimately, everything that's happening in our life is to help us grow spiritually, and once we get that, we can detach from the drama and celebrate every single moment because it's leading us to a wonderful outcome. Absolutely. Yeah, and as we were talking about, you know, all the intensity and, you know, it's, it's a perfect time to gain this kind of understanding because it allows you to detach from the intensity, the chaos, the distractions, you know, the division that you talked about, the separation. And so I want to highlight your offer before we go um forward, Peter, uh, for those of you who have had a session or you may want to have another, or if you haven't, this is a beautiful opportunity uh, to have a one-on-one -on -one Gene Key spiritual counseling session with Peter. Uh, this offer can be found at straighttalkforthesoul.com. Click on our marketplace link at the top of the page. You'll see Peter's smiling face. Click on his picture, and it'll take you to this offer. Uh, it's a one-hour session with Peter. Uh, the beautiful thing is one of the bonuses here is a video that explains. It's a 20-minute video explaining this, so you can go into your session with a lot of your questions answered about all of the <laughs> what he just shared and more, just so you have a better understanding of um, of how all this works. And, uh, and I, I was telling you, Peter, that, you know, I haven't had a session with you in a couple of years, so I said it was time. Um, I've had a few over the years, but, um, you know, for people who've had one, just because you've had one doesn't mean, you know, <laughs> what do you notice with people having them again, like right now oh, during this time? Yeah, so, so that's a great question. So what is more and more people are having a second session? Because what's happening is they're, they're getting the initial understanding of it and they're beginning to work with it, mm -hmm. but then it takes them deeper into their lives. And, and what is happening, Carrie, is many, many people are changing the direction of their lives as a result of the session. So many people, for example, who have been working in the corporate world or in education or in health professions are realizing that the systems are broken. So they're stepping out and looking into how they can be of greater service to humanity using their gifts of their experience of the systems to now help uh, people uh, step into their truth, to ste step into their true way of being. So, you know, people are coming back to say, you know, I've, I've made the decision, I'm leaving my job, and I say, oh, good. <laughs> and, uh, and then helping them navigate, because one of the challenges for people stepping into the material, spiritual realm is how do I monetize it for me? How do I uh, do what I truly came to do and, and also make money doing it? So I've got to live. And so, you know, it, it just, the whole thing just deepens to another level. And I encourage people after their first session to keep a journal and journal what uh, experiences they're having. So when they come back, we can then look deeper into 
what's actually taking place in their lives so that they can benefit from a, a deeper look at their gene keys. The gene keys don't change, so you have the same profile, mm -hmm. but the frequency at which you're operating shifts, and you start seeing a deeper level. When you read a chapter in Richard's book, for example, you don't see it all. You only see what you're ready to see. And then when you read that chapter in the future, you go, oh, I didn't see that last time. And even that's still happening to me today. I go, oh, my goodness, I didn't get that before. Um, so you, it's, a, it's, a, it's a developing process as you shed the shadows and step up into the higher frequencies so you gain greater clarity. I like that phrase, shed the shadows. <laughs> um, yes. Um, okay, I'm going to read some of the, the comments that have come in. And uh, if anybody has any gene key questions, I see um, a couple here. Um, we'll take those, and then Peter will do the portal medi meditation. So uh, stay tuned for that, everybody. Um, let's see, Jules. And just said, Peter's words of wisdom are always so inspirational. I was blessed to have had some time alone at a stone circle in Scotland today where I invoked the seventh seal. Bless you for that, Peter. And connected to Sirius to assist with my source star energy healing. This method of healing was practiced in the temples of ancient Egypt. It was utter bliss and serenity working on the collective healing. Well, thank you for sharing, Jules. Wow, great. Uh, where did, where yeah. did you say she went? Where did you? Uh, she's in Scotland. Wow, fantastic. So she was in a stone circle in Scotland. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You see, all these stone circles, you don't have to go to Egypt. All these stone circles all over the planet are all aligned specifically to different moments in time. So she's in Scotland connecting through a stone circle to the Lion's Gate. Absolutely perfect. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jules, for sharing. Um, Lacey said, oh, wow, thank you, Peter, for going into the energies of this Thursday. I have a personal portal to walk through on Thursday, and you just made me extra excited. Oh, great. <laughs> Good. Um, uh, she also said, Peter and Carrie together are always one of my absolute favorites optimistic energies i just love and appreciate you both so much thank you lacy love you too yeah thank you um let's see linda um oh carrie i always love when you have peter on such inspiration um she said i have a 7.4 in my sq um so blessed and grateful to experience this 88 portal with you both much love always um I guess she's asking about that, the 7.4 in her SQ. Wow. Oh, it's a huge day for you <laughs> because your SQ, your SQ is, is the moment you were born. And it suggests that whatever happened in the first seven years of life, that somehow you were separated from your family, whether you had to stay in hospital or your mother did, or something happened where you got separated from your nuclear family or from your mother or from your father. But it suggests then that very early on in your life, you've suffered from some sense of abandonment um, or rejection as a result of what happened in those first seven years. Not necessarily anybody's fault, um, but just what life is. And so that can be playing a, a role in your life today of feeling that sense of division and separation. And Richard has this wonderful uh, expression in the seventh city of virtue which is called Tikkun Olam, which is a Jewish notion. I'll explain it quickly. 
that the way creation took place in the first place was through this series of vessels. But the vessels couldn't contain the energy, so they cracked open, spilled out. And so this is the fragmentation that we are seeing taking place in the world today, which can be fragmented within yourself, different aspects of you, or your separation and division within the world. And with all the stuff that's going on in the world, many, many families have been literally split open by what's happening in the world over the last two or three years. And then it says, whenever you do any acts of virtue, which are doing any uh, acts of kindness or generosity without any expectation of anything coming back to you, then those acts of virtue help to repair those vessels and therefore repair the world. So the subheading for the city of virtue in Richard's book is repairing the world. So here is a wonderful opportunity today for you, but also for all of us to open our hearts into that space of Tikkun Olam and repairing the world through doing acts of kindness and generosity in virtue. Hmm. Hmm. Linda, um, so glad you're here. <laughs> I hope that you heard all of that, my dear. And um, thank you, Peter. Um, let's see. MC said, uh, had a session with Peter just over a year ago. She said, I have an addiction with food that just doesn't seem to move. I have attraction 24.3. What do you offer as a way to help myself? Thank you. Right, addiction with food. So 24, the 24th shadow is the shadow of addiction. And the third line is... Um, third line in the attraction sphere is basically what you truly want in your life is a lot of playful fun, particularly in your relationships. But unfortunately, because it's the third line, it's the emotional center, it tends to lead to a lot of drama. And so the addiction to food is covering up the uh, damage caused by all the dramas that have taken place in your life. It's, it's like your soap opera and you're in the middle of it. And what you're supposed to be doing is detaching from the drama and becoming the neutral witness of it. And the 24th jinky of addiction is like being on the hamster wheel of life, spinning around. Uh, and then when you get off that hamster wheel of life, it's uncomfortable. And that discomfort then leads to you uh, eating. And that's the way you comfort yourself through that comfort food as a result of that discomfort when you get off the hamster wheel of life. So what you're wanting to do is to be prepared to sit through the discomfort. And it would be interesting to know, if, I don't know if you sent in anything else, but it would be interesting to know what your EQ is. Because the EQ is when your emotional body was developing when you were 8 to 14. So when you talk about the attraction 24.3, then I would immediately look at your EQ to see what was going on when you were 8 to 14 to see what emotional harm was caused during that time in your life, which would then lead to that uh, addiction to food. But basically, you're being asked to step off the wheel of karma and step into accepting the discomfort. And then we have to become mindful of when that food addiction kicks in and we have to do something different, which would be, hopefully, some sort of breathing experience, 
some form of meditation, some form of contemplation to pivot out of the tendency for addiction and into uh, a more healthy way of handling the discomfort that comes up. Mm-hmm. Tama, I hope that you heard that. Um, not That's not Tama. I was about to read Tama's question. That was... Um Let's see. That was MC. MC. I hope that you heard that. Um, and Tama just said, uh, Carrie, I've listened to you and Peter a few times. Uh, I'm a Gene Key newbie. <laughs> um, but I feel intrigued and excited about it. I just bought the package. Yay for explanation videos. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a lot to explore. Um, that'll get you started in understanding things before you have your session. I know, uh, Peter, you really encourage people to watch that before they have their session with you. It saves a lot of time. It means instead of taking 20 minutes to explain everything, we can go straight into the heart of the matter. And what I do is mm-hmm. I ask people right at the beginning to let me know what their intentions are for the session, any issues in their life they want to understand better, the direction they're going, any health issues, any relationship issues, so we can then put it out on the table. And I think the other thing for people to understand, the profile looks like 11 spheres on a page of paper with numbers in, but it's really important to understand this is your genetic makeup. This is who you truly are. And so this is the way in which we can navigate through you and get really deeply inside you to understand who you really are. Mm-hmm. Um, someone was asking, what information do you need from them to get their uh, profile created? I need their date of birth and the time if they have it. Uh, some people don't have the time, but we can still do the session. What I do is I plug in noon on that day, and then I look at an early morning time and a late night time to see what changes take place during the course of the day. Sometimes it's very few, sometimes it's significant. But we can still navigate through the profile in a really meaningful way, and, and, and again, still sometimes actually pinpoint the birth time, even if they don't know it. Okay, okay. Um uh, Jackie said, hi, Peter, the accuracy and the experiences and feelings you speak of are everything that I'm going through, all of them at once. I so appreciate your understanding and guidance. Uh, what chapters in the Gene Key Manual can help me detach from triggers um, and not trying to make things happen? Like many of us, I'm being bombarded with challenges. Uh, your gifts are amazing. I don't know that it's necessarily the the chapters in the man, Gene Key Manual, Jackie. But how do you want to respond to that, Peter? Well, you'd want to you'd want to focus on the chapters in the book that are your own Gene Keys, because because you, yeah, you don't once read, you find you don't, that out, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you don't read the Gene Key book like a book. You read it according to the the, the eleven spheres that you personally have. But I just want to also comment that what's really important to understand is all the timelines of history are coming together in this now moment. Things we're experiencing are actually from past lives. And so this is why it's so intense. And what we're being um, implored to do is to pay attention to whatever is coming up today because those triggers are what need to be dealt with. So, again, it's really intense and challenging, but it's, 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 we're being fast-tracked so that we are prepared and ready for what's coming. So wherever you are on your journey, we've all got to get to a certain point when the shift of the ages takes place. 
And that's why it's so intense and so challenging for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, someone was asking um, how much is the package. Um, yeah, if it's not, if you're not on the uh, the web page, it's always a very generous offer from Peter. It's $111. We have the three-pay option. So it's a wonderful opportunity to really gain some self-awareness and empowerment and really the ability to detach from a lot of these dramas and intensities and um, move into a new experience of life. And um, uh, Linda just said to tell you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, So blessed and grateful for the powerful information on my 7.4 SQ, feeling so connected to you both. Thank you, Linda. Um, MC said, thanks, Peter and Carrie. Thank you, MC. So, Peter, I would love to move into the meditation, the portal meditation, such an opportunity for all of us to collectively um, benefit from these energies, um, you know, as a group for the planet and for ourselves. So how would you suggest that people benefit from this meditation best? Well, the neat thing is we're coming up to noon, right? So by the time we get into the portal, which it's going to be noon, which is perfect. Uh, noon, perfect. noon Pacific, noon, noon Pacific, Pacific, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So uh, all I want people to do in the in the process is just completely relax, close their eyes, and just allow me to take you through this portal, and then you'll have your own experience. Uh, and I'll be bringing you back. Uh, but it may well be that after we complete the show that you just want to stay in that very relaxed, calm place to allow yourself to download information that we have connected with. Because we're not necessarily going to, some people will, but we're not necessarily going to get the information immediately. So we make the connection and then things will begin to flow out, particularly between now and Thursday. So again, if I were you, I would keep a journal and um, pay attention to your dreams Pay attention to synchronicities that show up because it's all helping to collaborate to bring us to where we want to go. So this is like the uh, the injection. <laughs> that's a bad word, isn't it? The injection site for this. <laughs> this is the real. This is the real injection, right? To the real energy that we want to connect with. What a strange thing for me to say. <laughs> I, know. I guess. I guess we're transcending that other one. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> So it's really important that, that people who are driving or doing anything of significance must not do this meditation now. Um, so if you can't put everything down and just be still, then you need to do it later with the replay. So this is really important because we are going to go through this space into the higher realms. So we must all be uh, at peace and able to do that safely. Okay, Peter. Uh... Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, so let's just gently close our eyes and let us embrace all of the energies that we've been discussing, we've been connecting with during this time, reconnecting with the Lionsgate portal, connecting to the energies of the higher realms, connecting to our own higher self, and just relax and drop your conscious awareness down into your heart. Breathing through your heart and coming into a collective coherence with everyone who is on the call live and those people who are going to listen in the replay. So we all come into a conscious coherence 
through our lion hearts the courage to step through this portal, this gateway. If you have any concerns about stepping through the portal, that's okay as well. You can stay on this side and just hold space for those that step through. We are going to have a magnificent male lion lead us through the portal and a magnificent female lion at the back of the group. So just imagine then we are coming together as a collective standing in front of this portal which is this absolutely magnificent amethyst crystal portal. A whole variety of different amethyst structures, large points, small clusters. There are even some beautiful scepter crystals, healing crystals. And it is a portal gateway for us to step through. So we are standing in front of the gateway, the portal, relaxing into our hearts, and just tuning in to whether we want to step through or not. And whatever decision you make is your own. No one else knows. It's your own free choice. And now the lion at the front is going to approach this portal gateway and step through. And each of us are going to step into that portal gateway. And we're just going to stand for a moment and allow these amethyst crystals to transmute out of us any old, stale, stuck, stagnant energies that no longer serve us. This is the violet flames of transmutation coming through these amethyst crystals. So just allow the amethyst to penetrate your physical, mental, emotional, spiritual bodies to clear out any old energies that no longer serve you, setting you completely free. And then once you step through that, you will see the lion in front of you walking over a rainbow bridge. We are now following this procession, following the male lion at the front with the female lion coming at the back, holding us in this totally safe container. We make our way over the rainbow bridge, and then we see in front of us a beautiful golden grid of golden light, a fluid flowing grid like a liquid gold net of the fifth dimensional frequencies that we are connecting to in the heaven realms. This is the new earth that we are going to be living in the future. And all of those connections to the star systems, whatever they may be, whether they be through Sirius or Orion, or any other star system that you feel personally connected with, they are now bringing through this golden net of, of light, this gold frequency, placing it in your heart, providing you this new set of codes and connections for you to download from this multidimensional grid your heart's desire for your future self. And today, you're just going to bring that golden light back with you. And over the next three days, you're going to explore your inner world. 
connecting to those elements that you're going to release on that full moon on Thursday, letting go of everything that no longer serves you. You can return to connect to the violet flames, to the amethyst, but you can also open the door into this rebirthing opportunity for you to download all manner of wonderful things from this golden grid. Simply by rebirthing yourself out in the world in the way in which you are going to be in your future self. Setting clear intention without any attachment to how it's going to happen. Because it won't happen necessarily in the way that you might expect. There will be sudden and unexpected ways in which this will manifest. And you will just want to laugh because of the way it's happened. Just like, for me, this amethyst crystal showing up at my door. Absolute magnificent to help us through this week. So just continue to hold that frequency in your heart, connecting to that golden grid. And now the female lion is going to turn and she is now going to lead us back over the rainbow bridge, through the portal gateway, back into this world. And on your return, following the female lion, we are now looking towards the feminine principle to, and the male lion at the back holding a sacred space for the feminine to lead the way through her intuitive knowing. And now as you come back over the rainbow bridge through the portal, you are now going to download deep inside yourself the energy that you have just experienced, grounding it in deep down in your body and as you step through that portal gateway make the commitment to yourself to ground this energy into your physical mental emotional spiritual body and if you can later on today get out into nature and ground this energy into form connecting to mother earth in any way that you can whether it's in the ocean whether it's in a, a place in nature, whatever is the best way for you to ground these energies into yourself and into Mother Earth. Because this is about the co-creation between heaven and earth with you as the bridge between the two. Creating this new earth together and our own individual intentions will create the collective new earth. So we will have our own unique intentions for ourselves, but they will be part of the collective new earth of all the qualities Carrie mentioned at the start of the show. Unconditional love, peace, freedom, bliss, joy, concern for others, compassion, empathy, collaboration rather than competition doing business differently in the future, working together as a collective leadership with no one person being in charge and living in this world in a state of virtue. 
bringing through divine grace as our highest frequency connection. So now just become of your aware of your physical presence in your physical body, the environment of the space that you're in, still breathing through the heart, relaxed, content, feeling those feelings that you're going to have when this has already manifested in your life. Feeling those feelings now. And then just take a few gentle deep breaths and just begin to bring yourself back into your sacred space, being fully aware of your physical body. And when you're ready, just very gently open your eyes. Thank carry you, Peter. You oh, okay. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm, glad I'm glad you're back. You, did, you decided to come I'm back. I'm here. <laughs> Oh, yes. And, uh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. A rebirthing opportunity. And I hope that everyone will make that commitment to just really grounding all, all of those frequencies, those codes for your future self. Um, and I hope that those of you listening, you know, you had the courage to step into that portal. Um, the lion's leading us. I would love to hear from anybody who wants to write in and tell us how you're feeling. And um, oh, someone had asked, could you repeat what's happening on Thursday? Yes, I guess they yep. came in late and they heard sure, one of yep. the comments. Okay. Yep. So Thursday is a super full moon, uh, which means the moon is in its closest path to the Earth. It's going to be happening at 6:35 p.m. Pacific time, and. What I was talking about was this full moon is this wonderful opportunity to let go of all the old stuff that's no longer serving us. And it's done through the process of total forgiveness because it's, the sun will be in the fourth jinky of forgiveness and the moon will be in the 49th jinky of rebirth. So between now and then, connecting to these downloads that we've just received and seeing how they begin to play out as we move through life and on Thursday then setting this intention for yourself uh, the moon will probably come up sometime probably within two or three hours of that moment so between 6.35 uh, Pacific time whatever your time is and when the full moon comes up would be the perfect time to be delving into what you need to release it's no longer serving you and then having had this three-day opportunity to reflect to rebirth yourself out into the world in the way in which you're going to be in the new you, in the new earth, and really flowing with that. And the 49th Jinky gift is revolution. So this is being part of the love revolution. It's not about fighting. It's about holding to the highest frequency that we can as we live our lives in that new earth and paying real close attention to what's happening in the natural world, what's happening with Mother Earth, what's happening with the birds and the animals, and the people around you, and seeing how it all fits together. Mm -hmm. Always a beautiful opportunity, you know these uh, these moments, these times, these portals. But um, 
Um, someone was asking if they've never had a gene key session, this is the first time they're hearing of it, is this something I have to study for years to become, yeah, to, to understand it is basically what yeah. she's saying. Definitely not. Um, in that one hour session, you can go from being a complete newbie to being in the place that you need to be for the next phase of your life. So no, it's not years mm -hmm. of study, it's immediate. You, you will start having experiences straight away in the session and immediately afterwards to start showing you things. So mm -hmm. no, you can go from, from zero to a hundred very quickly. Yes. Um, yeah, I would encourage anyone who hasn't um, had a session. I mean, it's such an opening into your own liberation, you know, your own empowerment. And um, so uh, it's a great opportunity um, to work with Peter. So um, let's see. Lacey said, thank you, Peter. You always lead divine meditations. Those lions came through as some of the most beautiful beings I've ever seen. Amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, Jackie wanted to say thank you for clearing that up, her question earlier. She said, I had a session with you before, so I have the materials I need, but I look forward to our next session. Good, Jackie. Um, yeah, I'm so grateful for you, Peter, for being here and just always providing so much inspiration, wisdom, knowledge, love, and especially, you know, on this, <laughs> this powerful portal day. Um, Lionsgate, I'm, I'm blessed and honored to have spent this day together with you and everyone everyone here. So, Peter, as we wrap up, um, any final words or any message that you want to leave these beautiful beings with? Well, you intended this today, Carrie. You chose the 8-8, so I'm, done. Mm -hmm. I'm delighted that you chose this. Um, mm -hmm. And just reassuring people constantly that this is going to end up in a really, really good, positive way and that we really need to focus on the wonderful things that are happening around us rather than the shadow stuff that is, is slowly but surely being wiped out. And it is. It's taking a lot longer than perhaps we thought it would, but it will ultimately lead to the complete dismantling of the old systems, and then we can really step into a wonderful future together. So I just want to reassure people that is the way and that is the case, and just to really hold to that truth and that knowing and really enjoy your life in whatever way it's moving forward, because it will be moving forward beautifully. Mm -hmm. And you use the two right words right there, Carrie, liberation and empowerment. That's what this is all about. Yes. And to have those tools, Peter, I mean, we can glide through, you know, all of these things, you know, without getting sucked into the chaos or distraction or division or separation. And what a gift, not only for yourself, but for your loved ones, the planet, you know, to have that sense of empowerment that you can, you can, uh, you can thrive through all of this. So, um, so Peter, my friend, thank you, um, for today and for all that you're doing on the planet. And I want to thank everyone who's joined us or who will listen later. Thank you for the gift of your time, your love, your presence, your readiness, your openness. We appreciate you and hope that you receive the insights, um, the new awarenesses, the empowering opportunities, the soulful activations that are most beneficial for you at this time. Thank you for joining Peter and myself on this soulful adventure today. I am sending waves and waves of love, light, and appreciation from my heart to yours. 
May you feel it, receive it, and then offer it to those you encounter today or tonight, wherever you are in the world. And as always, um, yeah, until next time, please give yourself full permission to shine instead of shrink, express instead of suppress, and own that amazing, powerful glow of yours. Uh, take flight, beautiful beacons of light, and I'll see you back here in this playground of light next time. Uh, bye, everyone. Blessings, everyone.